In Psalm 139, the psalmist says that he was knitted in his mother's womb, knitted, K-N-I-T. He was knitted in the womb of his mother. And if this is true, then, then Jesus Christ was knitted in the womb of Mary. In order to knit something, you need two hands working together. On the one hand, God the Father. On the other hand, Mary, working hand in hand to knit Jesus Christ, to knit our own salvation. God the Father could have chosen a myriad ways of saving you and me, but he chose this way. He chose this way that allows the ultimate cooperation between God and human beings. He chose the way that allows you and me to participate in the creation of our own salvation. What a wondrous thing this is. When I was a small child, my mother used to bake cookies for me. But if I was up for it, she always allowed me to be a part of the baking process. She always invited me to participate in the creation of, of these divine beings that we call cookies. Now, I didn't know it then, but I know it now that it would have been far less messy, far more efficient for my mother to do it by herself without me getting involved. But efficiency wasn't the goal. Love was the goal. And while it's a wonderful act of love for a mother to make her son a batch of cookies, the love is deeper and richer if the mother allows the son to participate in the creation of these cookies, even in the midst of the messiness and the lack of efficiency. God could have chosen perhaps an infinite number of ways to save you and me. God could have just appeared on the scene as a noble king, full of power and might. Why would God not choose this way? It's so much more logical, so much more rational. It would have been so much less messy and much more efficient. After all, the Israelites were expecting this, a king to come, the Messiah to come in full of power and majesty and glory. If, if God had chosen this way, he wouldn't have had to spend his first night in a feeding trough, in a barn outside of town. He wouldn't have had to be rejected again and again. And he wouldn't have had to be executed. This is a far more rational way to save you and me. And God can do anything he wants, so why didn't he choose this way? Because efficiency, rationality wasn't God's goal. Love, love was God's goal. And God somehow knew that you and I, we needed to have a part in our own salvation. That, that the love is deeper and richer if God chooses the messier way to save us. If God chooses to allow us to participate hand in hand, knitting together the vessel of our salvation. God allowed us to stick our hand in the mixing bowl of salvation. 
What a wondrous thing this is. And it wasn't just a one-time thing. And Mary wasn't the only one. St. Paul in the book of Colossians says a strange and mystical thing. St. Paul says this, he says, our sufferings make up for what is lacking in the sufferings of Christ. Now what on earth does that mean? Lacking in the sufferings of Christ? How on earth could any of the sufferings of Christ be lacking in anything? The truth is, we don't really know exactly what Paul meant when he said this mystical statement, but it probably has something to do with God inviting us to, to place our sufferings at the cross so that our sufferings become one with Christ's sufferings and we become an active participant in the salvation of ourselves and of the whole world. Mary was the first mother of divine salvific presence in the world, but she hopes not to be the last. Mary is hoping, praying for you and me, that we might imitate her, that we too might accept the invitation to participate uh, in the salvation, in the creation of the presence of the saving God in our world today, in this new year, 2023. Mary is hoping that we say yes too, that we give our own fiat, let it be done, that we too might participate in the creation of salvation. Will you lend a hand? Will you join in the creation of salvation for the world?